Peace, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Behold Pop Culture, the show where we take a look at some prominent people, figures, and events in pop culture today and in the past and try and see what lessons we could take away from them. Today is Saturday, January the 23rd, and we are now in the midst of a passing of the guard as the inauguration took place on Wednesday, January the 20th. So as we begin the year with a new president in Joseph Biden, 2021 will be a year where everyone's trying to forget what happened in 2020. So in this sort of reset, we hope that there's a lot to look forward to as we progress. And it's begun pretty well on the sports side of things. As in the NBA, there's been a fair share of stories that's been going along with every single week of NBA basketball. This week, the world was introduced to the trio of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving on the Brooklyn Nets. Unfortunately, their debut was met by a furious, motivated, and extremely talented Colin Sexton of the Cleveland Cavaliers as they would go into a double overtime game and Colin Sexton would put up bucket after bucket after bucket as he was just reeling off threes on Kyrie, James Harden, and yes, Kevin Durant. So as their debut was met by an unfortunate loss, it was still a double overtime loss. So maybe it was growing pains. Maybe they have to get adjusted to playing with each other. But to make matters worse, they go right back into the Cleveland Cavaliers arena and lose again. Back-to-back losses to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, I'm not going to be one of the people who jump on the bandwagon to say the Nets are all but lost. But I will say there's some serious questions to ask. Not just about their cohesiveness, but about their defensive capability especially when it comes time for the playoffs because, as I predicted, Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers has been showing nothing but dominance. Since they made their trade for James Harden, they've shown a complete lack of ability to defend the center position. So until that issue is addressed, I have to hold off on the grandiose expectations for this Brooklyn Nets team quite possibly the greatest amount of talent put together in a big three. Meanwhile, the real favorite to win the NBA championship in the Los Angeles Lakers have continued to surge. As Anthony Davis, who isn't even playing at his peak, seems to lead the conversation for defensive player of the year. Frank Vogel, who somehow innovated even more on their offense, is leading the race for coach of the year as their new acquisitions have produced as well, if not better than expected from them. And of course, the great LeBron James at 36 years old seems to continue to get better. His three-point shooting has been phenomenal for the season, and every time the Lakers face adversity, it seems like the same LeBron we saw come back from the 3-1 lead against the Warriors is always there waiting to pounce. So I still haven't seen enough to believe that another team is truly challenging him. However, there's a lot to like from some of these younger teams that are growing into their own, most notably the Nuggets, 
as Jokic continues to put on his own MVP campaign. The Philadelphia 76ers, who who they themselves are a couple more aggressive plays from Ben Simmons away from being a serious contender against the Los Angeles Lakers. Joel Embiid, as I predicted, has been putting on a MVP campaign where no one is able to guard him. In the paint, he's been so dominant, and no team has shown an answer for it. I would love to see a matchup between him and Anthony Davis, him and Montrez Harrell if possible, but there is no clear path at the moment for the overhyped Brooklyn Nets at the moment to just cruise their way to the NBA Finals. But amidst all the coronavirus issues where teams have to postpone their games, amidst a lot of teams starting to figure out their identity and settle into their game plans, preparing for the NBA playoffs that are not that far away, we're starting to shape into seeing what teams are legitimate. In the middle of all of this, some controversy emerged as Shaquille O'Neal, the former NBA champion, NBA MVP, grand global brand for the NBA, his resume speaks for himself, came out seemingly unprovokedly and made some comments that suggested that Donovan Mitchell, the young guard for the Utah Jazz, did not possess the, the intangible that you desire from your star player that tells you this is the guy who's going to lead us to an NBA championship. In what I perceive to be a somewhat appropriate response, Donovan Mitchell met his question with just a, I, if that's what you think, I mean, how, how are you supposed to respond to that question? If someone's telling you, I don't think, I haven't seen enough, you haven't shown enough to say you could lead a team. Am I supposed to say, yeah, you're right, I guess I can't lead a team. No, there was really one response that Shaq appeared to be fishing for here. Oh, I'm Donovan Mitchell. You think that I can't lead a team? I'll show you. I'll go out and put out 31 points, 32 points, 33 points, however much you need. But rather than unleash and give the headline that it seemed like Shaq was looking for, he remained calm and gave Shaq the right to his opinion. That's still a four-time NBA champion. If he's looking at Donovan Mitchell, who averaged 40 points in a series in the playoffs last year, and saying that he doesn't think he could lead a team, then to each his own. The NBA is continuing to try and find the best ways to thrive amidst the current limitations and follow in the likes of their fellow league that is the NFL, where this past weekend, there was a fair share of some good games. The Rams took on the Packers and the Packers were able to handedly deal with them. Aaron Rodgers showed why people call him a bad man. The Baltimore Ravens were putting up a fight against the Buffalo Bills, but unfortunately Lamar Jackson would go down with an injury and Josh Allen would do what he needed to do to seal up that game. And the game that everyone was waiting for, the one that felt like it was ripe for an upset, the Cleveland Browns took on the Kansas City Chiefs and just barely lost the game now. This wasn't a normal game for the Chiefs. They started off perfectly fine. 
Mahomes was looking like Mahomes. The defense was holding up, and the Browns seemed like they were going to go outside. As a team that had a lot of hype surrounding it, but when it came down to it, they weren't a real Super Bowl contender. But seemingly out of nowhere, Patrick Mahomes gets hit, he goes down, concussion protocol out for the rest of the game. So led by the backup, Chad Penny, the Browns were in a prime position to take advantage of the situation and win the game to advance to the conference championship. But at the very end, when all the Browns needed to do was get one stop to put Baker Mayfield in a potential opportunity to beat the defending Super Bowl champs, the Browns' defense lost to none other than Chad Penny on a pass to the great receiver that is Tyreek Hill. And that was all she wrote. That game was followed by the New Orleans Saints taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which I thought would be one of the closer games of the weekend, but it ended up being one of the ones that we knew what the result would be about halfway into it. So the New Orleans Saints were packed up, they went home, and Drew Brees took his career with him. He retired right after the game, and now Tom Brady who's led by all these stories about whether or not he could win without the great Bill Belichick coaching him, has the opportunity of a lifetime to cement his legacy by beating the man that's been chasing him his whole career in Aaron Rodgers. So with the matchups for next week being the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Bills and the Packers taking on the Buccaneers, All four of these teams have demonstrated to me that they are not to be underestimated. So strictly off of my eye test and picking the quarterback that I believe will be able to close out the game if it ends up being close, my picks for this weekend are the Chiefs winning behind Patrick Mahomes making just enough plays I do not believe will be a blowout making just enough plays to edge out the Buffalo Bills. And on the other side of the conferences, I'm picking Aaron Rodgers to beat the GOAT, the greatest quarterback of all time, and in some ways add a lot to his legacy. If Aaron Rodgers wins a Super Bowl this year, there's going to be Less and less of an argument to say that he's not in the conversation. At least top five. That would be two Super Bowls and a career where for most of it, he's been consistently in the conversation for best quarterback in the league. All the excitement this weekend will, of course, be capped off by the notorious Conor McGregor coming back to fight against Dustin Poirier. And the UFC will be kicking off its own slate for the year and hopefully maintaining the viewership that they were able to so sneakily good, they were able to contain and maintain their viewership relatively well amidst the pandemic by taking everyone to an isolated island. So their first big fight of the year will be none other than one of their biggest stars of all time. 
and Conor McGregor, who has all the stories about will he ever be able to return the championship contention. It seemed like everything went downhill after his fight with Floyd Mayweather, but he has the opportunity to reconstruct his legacy. Everyone loves the underdog story, and he will be presented on Saturday with his first of what I believe will be many opportunities to retake the throne. And that will conclude the sports side of things for the week and transition us into the music side where, again, the music industry remains asleep. And the story of the week, now this was an obscure one, so prepare yourself for this. Any of you Drake fans out there, I'm sure, were aware of what took place. Now, Drake released this promotion towards the end of 2020, talking about how his new album, Certified Lover Boy, would be releasing in January. So it appeared, emphasis on appeared, that Drake would kick off the major releases for the year with this new project. He's been gone for a while. We haven't seen much of him outside of him releasing some mediocre songs that he just threw out on a tape. And the expectation was Drake has been in the studio cooking up what will be another classic album by his standards. And seemingly out of nowhere, right at the precipice in the middle of January, he announces that Certified Lover Boy will not be releasing in the month of January. But it doesn't stop there. Why won't it be released to Drake? He tore his ACL playing basketball, and this is going to delay the album. So any hardcore Drake fans or stands, I'm sorry for your loss. We don't know when this album's going to come. Never in my life have I heard of a contact sport injury resulting in the delay of a At this point, potentially the number one artist in the world, at least in that conversation, releasing his album. Now, I'm not just dismissing his injury. I'm sure that he has to deal with rehab and things of that sort. But you have to admit, this is an unusual story. It's real peculiar. And I guess I'll just say that Drake is making history again. That seems to be the norm for him. So it remains to be seen when this album will be released. There's leaks of all types of songs on the internet. I hope that that's not what he's releasing, that with this extra time, he can put the finishing touches. And it remains to be seen what will result from this new Drake project. But throughout the rest of the industry, we witnessed Donald Trump pardoning Lil Wayne who was recently in trouble for some gun charges. We witnessed him pardon Kodak Black, who was in trouble of his own. It's a long list of things that he's been in trouble for. But in the grander scheme of pop culture, the new hit song that's been taking over is this song Driver's License by a woman by the name of Olivia Rodrigo. And it's been a testament Again, to the fact that some people just fall into opportunities, chances to be a top artist in the world, 
as this woman who I was, for all intents and purposes, unfamiliar with her work, she has a hit now, a top Billboard song. She's taking off. I think it's a solid song. Her singing on it was serious. But I always find it interesting that the music industry remains as unpredictable as ever. On one side of things, in the middle of no one really releasing any major albums, Drake is delaying a rather established artist here. Drake is delaying his album while someone like an Olivia Rodrigo was able to sneak in and capitalize off the attention of the moment. Because I highly doubt that she would have much of a stance in the top billboard spot if Drake was to drop right now. So that's a lesson in being able to be prepared for opportunities to present themselves and making sure you make the most of it, as she did here. If the drought of sorts continues in the music industry for the moment, I may just come out with some albums that I think deserve more recognition or things of that nature and instead come in to shine light on those projects while the current events of music stays, for the most part, quiet. Likewise, this is the case in the film industry, with the only major release taking a lot of attention at the moment being WandaVision, the new show from Marvel. Though I must say I recently took time out to watch the Tiger Woods documentary, and there was a lot to take away there. Me, someone who didn't live through the experience of Tiger Woods, the dominance, the excellence, the controversy, the ups and downs, it shed a lot of light on his whole career. From being the best golfer in the world on pace to being the best golfer of all time, to being in trouble for cheating with many different women. But most importantly, similar to The Last Dance, which was one of the best documentaries I've seen and the numbers supported it, it was a lesson to show how much work truly has to go into you being the best at your craft. Tiger Woods was golfing endlessly since he was a baby. They have clips of his dad at six months old for Tiger Woods. Talking about how this guy was going to be Gandhi. He was going to be Michael Jackson. He was going to unite the world because of how great of a golfer he would be. And even though I would say he met the expectations from a talent perspective, there were some serious issues that he was dealing with mentally that luckily he was able to come to terms with. And it appears at the moment he's overcoming those issues. And being able to, at minimum, be a better father to his children, a better friend, just a better Tiger Woods. So I want to throw props to the people who did that documentary. I can't how accurate or inaccurate it was, but they brought some solid evidence. I was entertained, and I felt like there were several lessons to take away from it. And you know that's what Behold Pop Culture is all about. So we could conclude with the gaming industry who is dealing with situations of their own as the next-gen consoles are here and despite the fact that they've been able to hold it down 
with the classic games being released particularly on the PlayStation 5, the releases of other games, the new games that were supposed to come with the next gen, are facing their issues. I've spoken several times about Cyberpunk, but many people, especially those who played the classic games, are having very high expectations for the next releases. I would argue that whichever is the next major title to release, there's going to be a suffocating amount of pressure on them to, number one, be a functioning game as apparently Cyberpunk lowered the standards for that, but also be fun. I know that for the horror fans right now, the next game is Resident Evil. That seemed to have its little mini viral moment as well, so good for them and their studio. But the next-gen pressure is on. People are fighting, waiting in the cold, going to war against bots to get their hands on these devices. These companies have to deliver, and I'm rooting for them. I hope that they come through, but it wasn't a great start for Microsoft because... They just put themselves in some hot water when they announced that Xbox Gold, Xbox Live, the service where you're able to play online with your Xbox, which typically was about $60, not a crazy price. They decided that they were going to up the price to $120 for people that are new to Xbox. And fans were livid. They unleashed their rage and disappointment with Microsoft, especially considering the fact that they don't have any games that have come out that are allowing them to compete seriously with Sony at the moment. And it got so bad that within a day of them making this announcement, they were already taking it back. They said, we're sorry, and I commend them. I truly commend them for making that mistake and being able to acknowledge and rescind it. But them even having to consider that speaks to the issues that that company is facing on the Xbox side of things. They sold well initially, but Sony has been blowing them out the water. And it remains to be seen if this battle that's going on with acquiring gaming studios like Microsoft did, and I'm seeing Google and Amazon are entering the ring, who's going to come out on top and who's going to have the exclusives that at the end of the day become how people will evaluate your console in its lifetime. It remains to be seen. Right now, Sony is killing them. And I hope that both companies can maintain or become the standard of excellence because the more competition that there is in the gaming field, the higher the baseline will be for quality in the industry. And that's all I wanted to say. So as always, thanks for listening. I appreciate you taking out your time to let me update you on what's going on. Hopefully get some gems out of what I'm talking about. And let me know if there's any ways that you think I can improve the podcast. Just like I say that everyone needs to continue to be learning where possible. That's what we're all about at BPC, Behold Pop Culture. So I appreciate you taking your time out. I hope you have a great week. This is Behold Pop Culture.